2: Winning Cures Everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. Welcome in. Winning Cures Everything. It is the Wednesday, November 24th edition of the show. I am your host, Gary, riding solo. You can follow me on Twitter at WCE. And it is, of course, Thanksgiving week. We have NFL games that we need to get to. Of course, I'm not going to discuss a whole lot of uh, what is happening in college football, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. We will save that for the college football show. Uh, but with that, you know, let's go ahead and begin with, uh, with this. Dan Mullen fired at the University of Florida as their head football coach. And I, I can't say that we didn't see this coming. Right after a loss to Missouri on the road, uh, they have not done well lately, and it appears that the culture in that program has completely tanked. And you almost left Scott Strickland with no other choice but to do this. Right? That's that's kind of my takeaway from this: is we don't know uh, exactly how far down this thing could have gone. Right? This was a very very close loss. If you look at Florida's schedule this year and who they have played, who they've beaten, who they've not, Uh, the teams that they have not beaten, they actually had a really good post-game win expectancy in those games. They just made incredible, crippling mental mistakes throughout the game that led to a loss, right? Against Missouri, had every opportunity to win the game. And you get beat on a two-point conversion in overtime. That's the way the cookie crumbles, right? So at this situation, it's, uh, it's hard to find anybody that went from, you know, a top seven ranking, a possible playoff berth last week of the season, last week of the regular season last year, uh, to now losing his job this quickly. But with recruiting and the way that the culture is shaping up inside of that program, you almost had no other option. So now all eyes are pointed towards who will be the next Gator head man. And, of course, everybody's asking the questions, what's a better job, LSU, Florida, uh, even toss USC out there. I think everybody, for the most part, believes, if they're really being honest with themselves, that LSU is a better job. There is no in-state school that is going to fight against you in recruiting, anything like that. LSU seems to be the better job. I don't think you have to worry about that if you're Florida, though. If you're Florida, you go out and you get your guy and don't worry about what everybody else is doing. That's the biggest, biggest thing about these coaching searches is know what your role is, know what your place is in the college football landscape, and then go be that. Scott Strickland, if you're making the hire, go out and get your guy. And don't worry about what the waters look like. I don't blame him for making this hire uh, or making the switch at this point in uh, Dan Mullen's tenure because... You cannot afford to let it drop any further, especially in recruiting. You're already behind the eight ball with Georgia in your own division, uh, but the rest of the SEC about to get a little hairier, right? So you got to make sure that you get this thing right. Uh, Of course, people have been watching plane flights and and tracking planes and whatnot. Billy Napier, a name that everybody is interested in for sure. Uh, But if you are LSU and you did not make Napier your first choice, Florida could certainly do worse than to make him their first choice. Uh, I don't trust that it was actually a Florida plane that was going to get Billy Napier or going to talk to Billy Napier uh, that was able to be tracked by whatever these different websites are. I don't buy that. Uh, If you look at what they have done before, what they did with Dan Mullen, etc., they have chartered flights. They have uh, gone and actually flown commercial. They have done all kinds of things. Uh, They're not just going to make it easy for people to see what they are doing. They're going to make sure they got the right guy. If Napier is the guy, they probably called him immediately, and they may already have this thing wrapped up. Who knows? Who knows? We will see what happens with that, especially since it looks like Sonny Dykes to TCU is a done deal. Uh, Napier won't be going there. Uh, if you are worried about losing Napier to Virginia Tech, go to and get him on the phone. Go on to get him on the phone. There's a lot of different options. We're not going to go through them all this week. Obviously, it is Thanksgiving week. Don't want to spend too much time on it. Uh, not going to do an NFL week recap. Uh, we will go ahead and get into the games. I know that's what you're here for, Chris. Of course, uh, no picks this week. He is gone to uh, the most magical place in the world, and we're going to let him be. I'm not going to bother him to try and get picks. We're going to go ahead and dive through the games that I think are the biggest this week in the NFL. And then I will give you my super contest picks. I have already made them. I've already placed my bets. I'm going to give you what my line was. Obviously, these lines change from time to time. But we will begin with this. NFL, big games, week 12. Hey, you know what? Before we do that, let's go on and do this. Got to give you the rundown. Winningcureseverything.com. That is the website. You can find everything you need to know about us over there. All the shows that we do, et cetera, et cetera. The podcast, and so forth. Go ahead and check that out over there, winningcureseverything.com. Along with that, the show is brought to you every single week by BetUS. It is America's top sports book. You can find them online, betus.com. Sign up using the promo code NCAAF2021. It's going to get you 125% deposit bonus up to $2,500, and it is sports book exclusive. There is a link in the description. You can click that link, and it is going to automatically toss the promo code in there for you, make it very very easy for you. So, go on over to BetUS and make sure that you sign up using that promo code. Along with that, I host the college football show for BetUS, and you have a link to that in the description as well. Uh, we have one show this week. Of course, it will be on Wednesday. It will be today. So, go ahead and check that out. Uh, we will. It's a little bit different time than usual. But if you hit that notification bell, it's going to tell you exactly when we go live. But it should be at 2 p.m. Eastern Time. going to be a little longer than usual because we're not going to have a Thursday show this week, obviously, with Thanksgiving. But, yes, lots, lots going on in the BetUS college football universe. And then, of course, I will have a Thursday uh, Winning Cures Everything show. So make sure you tune back in for that. That will be our college football football show. And I, I think, I think I'm going to have Parker Fleming back on for that one. So... With all that said, let's get into the nitty gritty. Let's get to the good stuff, and that would be our NFL big game picks for Week 12. And we will start off with this. Uh, last week, I went three and five. Chris went two and six uh, on the season. I am fifty and forty three, <coughs> and Chris is thirty eight and fifty five. So. Not great for either of us. Uh, the 50 and 43 is not bad. Uh, Chris, 38 and 55, uh, he has plenty of time to pick that up. With that said, we'll start off on Thanksgiving. We're going to talk about all three games. The Bears head to the Lions. That is the early game on Thanksgiving. Lions are a three point dog. Total of 41.5. Again, the odds brought to you by BetUS. Uh, and when I look at this matchup, I I do not see a lot of prayers for the Detroit Lions. Chicago has has picked things up on defense quite a bit. I don't believe that the Lions are going to be able to move the football on this Bears defense. You look at total DVOA for the Bears defense, number 16. Detroit's offense is number 30. Um, and then on the other side of the ball, injury or not, I still think Chicago has more upside on offense than the Lions defense. Uh, it's number 26 total DVOA on offense for the uh, Bears. Number 28 for... The Detroit defense. Uh, you look at this, the Lions have not had a ton of success at home on Thanksgiving for whatever reason. I don't know that you bringing in MCDC is going to change that this season. I, I think I'm going to take the Bears here. Bears minus three, and I I really like that. I think that is uh, way too short of a line, uh, and it's come down for whatever reason. It opened at three and a half. It's already come down to three almost immediately, so I, I will take the Bears on this one. Uh, with that said, Moving on to our next matchup here. The Raiders heading to the Dallas Cowboys. This is the afternoon game on Thanksgiving. Cowboys a a 7.5 point favorite, total of 50.5. And And something has happened with the Raiders. And I understand all the off-field stuff, and maybe it finally just caught up to them. I, I also know that the Cowboys did not look good against the Chiefs last week. But the Raiders, this is three weeks in a row where they have scored like in the teens and their offense had kind of been clicking. I don't trust them in this spot, especially on a short week. I like the Cowboys a lot. Cowboys, even with uh, two out of the last three losses, still number four in total DVOA. Their offense is number eight. Uh, their defense, number four. Like, the defense has been highly improved. And and you look at Vegas, I mean, number 23 total DVOA, they have just fallen off a cliff. Uh, with the Gruden stuff, the Henry Ruggs the third stuff, uh... Uh, Arnett. I mean, just all the all the issues that are going on with them. I think it has finally caught up. I don't think seven and a half is, is enough here. I made the line nine. I'm going to roll with that. I'm going to take the Cowboys. I think they can win by double digits here. Uh, so seven and a half, not enough points for me. On to the third Thanksgiving uh, game. The Bills heading to the Saints on Thanksgiving night. Of course, uh, Thanksgiving in New Orleans. A lot of Cajun food. I'm always a fan of that, for sure. The Saints are a five-and-a-half-point home underdog total of 46 here. Uh, Bills have not looked great over the last, like, three four weeks, however long it's been. Uh, they got whipped at home by the Colts last week. I, I tend to think that the shine has worn off of Trevor Simeon and that Saints offense because they kind of got whipped by the Eagles last week on the road. Now, of course, they come back home. It is a short week and whatnot, but... Uh, You look at this Bills defense, I think that uh, the Saints are going to have a really, really difficult time scoring points. Uh, Now, the same could be said for the Bills against the Saints defense, right? The Saints defense, number five in total DVOA. uh, Buffalo's offense, number 18. But I think there's more of a chance for some explosive plays from the Buffalo offense. And with that said, I I think that I'm going to... You know what? I'm going to go the opposite direction. I'm going to take the Saints. And the reason... For that is it's already a uh, a short total, right? 46. Uh, You're giving me more than a field goal, more than four points. If this ends up being 21 to 17, it would not shock me in the slightest. Uh, Five and a half points, I think, may be too much. I think the Bills are going to win because I think that they can create explosive plays easier than the Saints. They just have more weapons right now. Um, And I trust the Bills' defense a lot. I trust the Saints as well. I, I do think... This is going to be a really, really tightly contested game. And with that said, I am going to take the Saints at plus five and a half. I really thought about taking the Bills because I thought yeah, they're going to be able to find some explosive plays there. But, uh, but no, no, I will, I will stick with the defenses being able to keep this game close. Give me the Saints plus five and a half. That moves us to Sunday, twelve p.m. Central Time. We got a divisional game between AFC North teams, the Pittsburgh Steelers taking on the Cincinnati Bengals. And the Bengals are a four-point favorite at home, opened at four and a half. It's already dropped half a point, a total of 45 here. And there is absolutely no reason why I should take the Pittsburgh Steelers, which is exactly why I am going to take them. The same could be said for last week. They were a four and a half point underdog against the uh, Chargers and were down, what, 27 to 10 at one point came back, ended up losing the game 41-37, to Uh, covered the spread by half a point. I don't like Ben Roethlisberger. I don't like what he's doing. Pittsburgh's offense, total DVOA, number 21. Cincy's defense is number 15. Uh, On the other side, uh, Cincy's offense, number 23. Pittsburgh's defense, number 25. Uh, You look at just overall, total DVOA. Both teams basically rated a D uh, from an A to F scale. Uh, Number 21, total DVOA for Cincinnati, number 22 for Pittsburgh, uh, there's there's nothing to like about either team which makes me question why in the world would Cincinnati be favored by more than a field goal here um and i like the the road team i like the road team i'm going to take the steelers plus the 4 uh do i any anything would not shock me in this game anything at all the steelers have shown they have playmakers they can uh they can score and they can certainly score on this bengals defense on the opposite side joe burrow uh, Jamar Chase, that bunch, Joe Mixon, like they can they can certainly score on this Steelers defense, especially with the injuries and whatnot. Uh, but at this point, I mean, this comes down to coaching, which is why I'm taking this. Uh, Zach Taylor has been good this year, has not been great. Uh, it was not great the last two seasons. Who do I trust more? Mike Tomlin, for sure. So give me the Steelers plus the four on this one. Next one, another 12 p.m. Central Time game. We've got the Tampa Bay Bucks heading to the Indianapolis Colts. And the line here, the Colts are a 2.5-point dog at home total of 51.5. Totally makes sense. The Bucks on Monday night just absolutely whipped the New York Giants. Uh, was not even close. And, of course, the quarterback matchup here between Carson Wentz and Tom Brady is uh, not even close. Not even close. Uh, when I look at this matchup, I, I see a couple of different mismatches here, right? The Indy is not bad, but... Tampa's offense is is number one in total DVOA. Indy's defense is top ten. They're number nine. But uh, that's a that's a pretty sizable mismatch for me. On the other side, uh, Tampa Bay's defense has moved all the way up to number seven in total DVOA. Indianapolis's offense is number 11. I don't always trust Carson Wentz to be able to get stuff done. Last week, they were able to handle the bills thanks to the running game and whatnot. I don't think they're going to be able to do that against the Bucs this week. Uh, and with that said, I mean I'm going to take the Bucks minus the two and a half. It seems like an easy bet. Almost looks like a sucker's bet, um, and it might cost me. It might cost me, but I do like the Bucks here at minus two and a half. Uh, you get Tom Brady and those receivers in a dome, no weather, no issues. I'm all in. I am all in. Give me, give me the Bucks minus two and a half, and that moves us to our last 12 p.m. Central Time game, and we have got the Titans. Heading to the New England Patriots, Titans got absolutely embarrassed last week by the Texans. It was five turnovers, six turnovers, whatever it was. It was not good. I will certainly tell you that. Uh, but the Titans, you know, obviously better than how they played last week. Weather was certainly an issue against the, uh, the lowly Texans. But overall, I had not been able to figure out how in the world the Titans were able to do what they had done thus far in the season. Through 11 games... They were eight and three, or are eight and three at this point. Uh, it made no sense. Their total DVOA on the season is number eighteen. They they hadn't played great, and yet they somehow find a way to win. Their offense number twenty two in total DVOA. The Patriots defense is number two overall. I mean, just if their their defense is so incredibly efficient right now. The New England offense number sixteen against Tennessee's defense number twelve. Uh, along with that, I hadn't brought this up today, but special teams. Pretty sizable mismatch here. Number six in efficiency for New England special teams. Number 19 for Tennessee. If if we saw Tennessee have issues in the weather last week at home, uh, it's going to be cold in Foxborough. I mean, I, this is not surprising. Shouldn't be surprising to anybody. I look for the Patriots to be able to handle this pretty easily. My line on it was actually seven. Uh, the fact that it came out six and a half, I was a little surprised. I thought this might be four, four and a half, um, but my line was seven. If it's under a touchdown, I'm taking the Pats. I'm taking the Pats all day. This Patriots team is rolling right now. Uh, so give me, give me Mac Jones and that offense that is rapidly improving against this Tennessee Titans defense. I think that secondary has some injuries. That bye week cannot get here soon enough for the Titans. Uh, they they might be hurting after this one. They might be they might be hurting after this. So give me the Patriots minus the six and a half. And that'll move us to Sunday afternoon. The Los Angeles Rams against the Green Bay Packers. Now, this this opened a pick get Well, I'll take that back. It opened a pack minus one, moved back to a pick Uh These are two really, really good football teams. Uh, the total is 47.5, so they don't expect a ton of points here. But when I look at this, I don't see really any mismatches at all. Uh, this is now obviously some of these numbers still skewed by what happened in week one because uh, that was just a complete collapse by the Packers. Uh, but the only mismatch that I see here is the Rams offense against that Green Bay defense. Green Bay's defense, we saw it last week against the Vikings, gave up points. They continue to do that. Uh, I think the Rams are going to have success again But I also think that Green Bay is going to be able to get success against that Rams defense. Uh, Number 8 in total DVOA for the Rams defense. Number 5 for the Green Bay offense. If you take out week 1, they're actually up at number 3. Now, you look at the Green Bay defense. uh, They're number 14 in total DVOA. You take out week 1, they're actually number 11. Uh, The Rams offense, you know, at number 2 in total DVOA. I, I look for a little bit of home field advantage. Rams going to Lambeau. Uh, in a pick'em game, I will take the Packers. I will take the Packers uh, to cover. I will t- well to win outright, and that's all you got to do if it's a pick'em, right? So, give me Green Bay. Give me Aaron Rodgers and that offense getting back to clicking against that Rams defense. Finally, we move to Sunday night, and we have got a pretty fascinating matchup. Another divisional game, AFC North: the Cleveland Browns heading to the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, Ravens favored by three and a half here. Uh, and if I pull up my sheet on this, uh, the total is 46 on it. But I I was a little surprised at this. There's there's still so many injuries for the Ravens to get through. Uh, these two teams are about as evenly matched as you can possibly get. And this Ravens defense, uh, there's a lot of issues here. A lot of issues. The problem with the Browns is their variance is number 30 in the league. That means they are one of the most volatile teams They could have an incredibly poor showing. They could have an incredibly great showing. They can look like they could win the Super Bowl, or they look like uh, a team that should be picking, you know, top three in the draft. You never know which one is going to actually show up. And in that situation, I'm going to go with the home team. Uh, For whatever reason, there is no separation between these two. Cleveland's offense, number 12 in DVOA. Baltimore's defense, number 27. Uh, Baltimore's offense, number 14. Cleveland's defense, number 24. Uh, Overall, DVOA... Baltimore, number 15. Cleveland, number 17. The difference is, of course, the variance. Uh, of course, we do have a special teams mismatch here. Baltimore, number two in special teams DVOA uh, in efficiency. Cleveland, number 16 in special teams efficiency. I'll, uh, I'll take the guy with the reliable kicker. I'll take the team with the reliable kicker. Um, I trust that Baltimore will be able to win this game. I know it's more than a field goal, but I will take the Ravens minus three and a half here. Uh, They've not looked great lately. And I think, you know, them getting a win, even with Tyler Huntley at quarterback last week, definitely moved them in the right direction. You get Lamar back this week, I think they're going to be foaming at the mouth to get this win. That will take us to our Monday night game. The last one before, of course, I do the Super Contest picks. Again, short show today, running solo, it's it's a short week. We got Thanksgiving, we got all that kind of stuff. So, I've got things to do. The Seahawks headed to the Washington football team on Monday Night Football, a total of 46.5. And this Seahawks team is what you would expect from a team that basically built everything around a quarterback and that quarterback is not healthy, right? They, they do have some really, really good players, but if Russell Wilson is not healthy, they are not going to be able to win, period. This Washington defense has been trash. Uh, I think... I think the fact that Washington is favored might actually help Seattle. Uh, I've, I've talked poorly of Seattle. However, in this spot, the fact that they are uh, not giving Seattle any kind of respect at all in this spot, I, I tend to lean more towards Seattle here. Uh, Seattle's offense is number 13 in total DVOA. Washington's defense is number 31. Um, Washington's offense, number 19. Seattle's defense, number 19. The only mismatch here is the Seattle offense and the Washington defense. I I think that Russ will be healthy enough to be able to get the ball to the playmakers and let them go out and score points in this game. Um Washington's defense for whatever reason just has not been great. And I would expect that they will be able to find a way to score here. Uh total DVOA on this one, Washington number 24, Seattle number 16. Uh Seattle has had a lot of success on the East Coast I'm going to expect that to continue here, and I will take the Seahawks plus the one. I think they're going to win the game outright. And that moves us to our super contest picks. Again, it's brought to you every week by BetUS, where the game begins. Uh, last week, Chris and I both went three and two on the season. My best bets are 34 and 21 against the number. Uh, Chris is sitting at 27, 26, and two. Got two pushes in the first two weeks of the season. So let me go on and give you what my top five picks are this week. Going to start off on Thanksgiving. I like the Bears minus the three at the Lions. Uh, The Lions do not have success on Thanksgiving. The Bears, yes, there are issues there. I just think that they are the significantly better football team. I think they got more playmakers. I think they are ready to roll in this spot. This defense will be able to shut down Jared Goff, look for some turnovers in this game. Uh, I think that's how the Bears end up uh, separating themselves from the Lions. Give me the Bears minus three. I also like the Steelers plus four on the road at the Bengals. Uh, I don't get it. I don't know how they are keeping this together with paper clips and uh, popsicle sticks and, you know, glue sticks and whatever. But the Steelers find a way to either stay in games close or just win games outright that they're not supposed to. And on the road, the Steelers have kind of had the Bengals number I will take the Steelers to be able to cover the four against the Bengals. This looks like it might be a field goal game either way. Uh, give me give me the plus four on this one. The Falcons headed to the Jacksonville Jaguars, and Urban Meyer kind of may be turning things around a little bit. That team is actually playing together a little bit. Trevor Lawrence has looked okay. Uh, I will take the Jaguars to win at home, plus one, against the Falcons. Uh, Falcons are not a good football team. They're just not. And I think the Jags are going to have some success uh, scoring. They've got a ton, a ton of skill talent that they will be able to take advantage of a weak Falcons secondary. Uh, give me the Jags plus the one. Uh, other one down in Florida. Panthers, minus two at the Dolphins. Uh, bringing in Cam Newton has rejuvenated that football team for whatever reason. Uh, the Panthers, of course, have had a good defense anyway. Uh, look, you give me that matchup all day long. Give me Cam Newton, minus two at the Dolphins. I think they're going to be fired up, and that defense is going to take care of Tua and that bunch uh, down in Miami. I don't know what has happened to this Dolphins team, uh, but they cannot get out of their own way, and I will take the, I guess I could say, better coach team at this point, the team that makes less mistakes. How's that? Give me the Panthers minus two. And finally, I will take the Eagles minus three and a half at the Giants. Of course, uh, the offensive coordinator, Jason Garrett, for the New York Giants has been fired. I don't know that that necessarily means anything. This Eagles team has been rolling uh, with their stud-wide receivers, Devontae Smith, Jalen Rager, all that bunch, and Jalen Hurts has been playing out of his mind. Just absolutely playing out of his mind. I I like this Eagles team. I like the offense right now. Uh, It doesn't make sense in my head compared to what I thought this team was in the preseason and what I assumed that Jalen Hurts would be. But he has developed incredibly. I like what they're doing. Give me... The Eagles, minus three and a half at the New York Giants. That is going to wrap things up for today's show. We certainly appreciate you being here. Tell your friends about the show. Of course, we will have a special Thanksgiving live show. We appreciate you all for being here for that one. That's the college football show. going to be a little bit longer. I'm going to have my buddy Parker in for that, I I believe, I hope. We'll see. We'll see what happens with it. So everything is fluid at this point, especially with a short week. But uh, with that said... Make sure and check out the picks. You can find them over on the website. I'll have the spreadsheet updated quickly, so go ahead and find that as well. Uh, Tell your friends about the show. Leave some comments. Make sure and like the video, and make sure you are subscribed to the podcast. With all of that said, take care of yourself. Take care of each other. Hopefully, you all have wonderful Thanksgivings, and hopefully, all of your tickets cash this week.